my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream. My four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are... I'm from the government, and I'm here to help. And now, here's your host of the Truth Seekers Radio Show, Angeline Marie. Well, hello from the East Coast to the West Coast and to listeners around the world. Welcome to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. I'm your host, Angeline Marie. Thanks for taking time to join us today. Don't forget, you can always learn more about our program and find podcasts posted at truthseekersradioshow.com. Also, you can watch this episode now on rumble.com. And you can go to the Rumble and I'm sorry, Sarge. What is that thing that popped up? Sorry about that. I um had a <laughs> I had it set up in the other one before. I thought maybe somebody bumped in here and No, it's a video that if we have time on my play, it's only like a minute long. But I, <laughs> I had it in the other one and I after I reset everything I had to put it back in. So okay. sorry about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Do you think we'll do this hour today? Should have warned you ahead of time. <laughs> All right. Here we go again. In three, two, one. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. I have a dream. My four little children... One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. your host of the Truth Seekers Radio Show, Angeline Marie. Well, hello from the East Coast to the West Coast and to listeners around the world. Welcome to the Truth Seekers Radio Show. I'm your host, Angeline Marie. Thanks for taking the time to join us today. And don't forget, you can always learn more about our program and find podcasts posted at truthseekersradioshow.com. Also, you can now watch these episodes on our new Rumble channel. Just go to rumble.com and search for Truth Seekers Radio Show. We've had quite a bit of um, interference getting on the air today, but um, Lord willing, this will go great from here on out. We're going to talk about some health 
issues and and some health treatments today. So I want to first give this disclaimer that the information and products discussed today are for entertainment purposes only. They're not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. The information and product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. Please seek advice from a licensed medical professional before using any product or therapy. It is my pleasure to introduce to you today, Sergeant Jim Ram, retired police officer, former U.S. Marine, and host of his own program called Your DIY Health, which airs every Tuesday and Thursday morning from 10 a.m. to noon Eastern and Monday through Thursday from 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern. And we will have the links to his website in our show descriptions. And for you out in the listening audience, you can find him at yourdiyhealth.com. So if you will help me introduce Mr. Jim Ram. How are you today, Jim? Oops, forgot about the mute button. <laughs> I'm doing good today. How are you doing, Angeline? We're, <laughs> We're doing fun, fine. We? I have complete confidence that this is going to work <clears throat> now. You don't know how many times we struggled, listeners. So um, anyway, we have Jim today. And Jim, I haven't interviewed you since 2016. Obviously, this is a different radio audience. And so I would like if you would uh, first start with give us a brief history about your journey and how you even got interested in health supplements and the whole industry okay well um i grew up in uh, northern ohio right on the shores of lake erie it was about 100 yards from the lake it was kind of fun in the summertime just walking to the beach and swimming and all that stuff um grew up in the in the late 50s early 60s when uh meals were cooked from scratch there was no such thing as fast food um i mean the first mcdonald's came into my town when i was eight years old um, and we would get to go there maybe once or twice a year if we were lucky, uh, or unlucky, depending on how you look at it. Um, but, uh, grew, uh, you know, in 1975, got out of high school, came down to Columbus area, um, to go to OSU, was in the marching band there for four years, led the script Ohio several times, uh, that kind of thing. And then, uh, uh, in 1977, joined the United States Marine Corps, was there until 1980, and then went into law enforcement and uh, retired 16 years later, uh, started the uh, bicycle patrol uh, while I was there, rode around uh, from midnight to eight with police written in great big silver letters and reflective letters across my shoulders, something I would never be silly enough to do today, um, but uh took an early retirement and started noticing a bunch of health issues. Well, one of them really started when I was still on the job. Um, I was developing arthritis in my lower back and I also developed uh, gastric reflux um, or GERD or you know heartburn, whatever you want to call it, both of which are calcium magnesium deficiencies. But um, my doctors were clueless about that. So rather than telling me I should supplement, they put me on drugs. And that began a process because uh, the proton pump inhibitors that you get for, uh, for heartburn issues really cause major problems for the rest of your body. And it was the gateway drug to all the health issues I developed over the next several years. And um, those things began to cascade over time. 
once I retired, like I said, my lower back was uh, had arthritic problems. Um, my knees uh, became bone on bone. And uh, by 2012, I had um, developed all kinds of issues, plus uh, gained 70 pounds since I retired. And in the process of all that, I, I had discovered years before that a, a recording called Dead Doctors Don't Lie by Dr. Joel Wallach. And in that recording, he talked about the importance of vitamins, minerals, amino acids, and things, you know, natural net nutrition that our bodies are divine, designed to run on. And it just made too much sense to me. And it took a while to actually track him down and find out uh, where I could get his supplements. But in 2012, I did just that. And by that time, my blood pressure was sky high. It was 185 over 120. I had floaters in the eyes, sensitive teeth, sciatica, uh, just a boatload of issues. And I stopped taking the Prilosec, which was the only drug I was on at the time. Uh, the same day I started taking the supplements on April 22nd of 2012, uh, within 30 days, you know, I had no more problems with the gastric reflux from that point forward. Within 30 days, my blood pressure went from 185 over 120 to 99 over 77. My sciatica was gone. I had AFib. It was gone. Uh, floaters in the eyes, sensitive teeth. Uh, all that stuff was gone in 30 days' time. Uh, within 90 days, I had rebuilt the cartilage in both knees and was able to throw away my cane and stop limping. I uh, was going up and down stairs two at a time again, and uh, things have gotten better and better ever since. Uh, and I today I'm 66 years old. I don't take any medications whatsoever. Uh, my height and weight are commensurate with each other. Um, I'm now no longer morbidly obese. <laughs> and there's before and after pictures on my website where you can see them. I used to call myself the Pillsbury Dough Cop because uh, I had gotten so chunky. And um, all of that stuff is a thing of the past. Uh, my weight is uh, right now I'm 178 pounds, I think. Uh, which is not bad for since 1996 when I retired at 170. And things have just gotten better and better. And then uh, I started my radio show, Your DIY Health, back in 2015 as a way to give back, I guess is the best way to put it. Uh, Longevity had done so much. The supplements had done so much for me. I wanted to share the word uh, with as many people as I possibly could. So I started my business, started the radio show, and um, since that time, I've helped lots and lots and lots of people restore their health naturally and um, from virtually anything you can imagine. Uh, people with gastric reflux, people with um, uh, macular degeneration. Uh, we've had people that were legally blind for 10 to 12 years. Within 90 days' time, are able to read the paper again without glasses. Uh, all kinds of things that uh, just from cutting out the bad foods and taking the nutrition that your body's designed to work with. And then recently, within the last couple of years, I found out about a thing called terahertz frequencies. And uh, I've been dealing with some devices that provide those and help the body restore its health from a totally, you know, very similar to the way the nutrition does, but from a different standpoint, I guess you could say using electromagnetic frequencies as opposed to actual nutrition. But we're seeing the same kind of results. Uh, people are restoring themselves. Uh, even people have been damaged by the COVID vaccines, you know, in wheelchairs and all kinds of things are now getting their life back. 
um, by using these devices, and it's just amazing to see what can uh, what can come of it. And that I've, is amazing, and yeah. I, I'm going to ask you about that. I went on your website, yourdiyhealth.com, and I saw the different technologies that you have up there. I got to tell you, you, I remember when I first heard your testimony, it's unbelievable the comeback you made. And one of the things that I know a lot of people deal with when you said, when you told the bone on bone story, I mean, that was crazy because Mm -hmm. I never heard that you could rebuild tissue like that. And, um, that sold me and I, and listeners, if you have those issues, you should reach out to go to your DIY health. And I'm sure, um, Jim would help, you know, point you in the right direction. But before we get started, and we're going to get to that technology, but you brought up the C word. And I wanted to start with that because Jim, I'm recently been hearing a lot about a lot about a phenomena called shedding. And I wondered what Mm -hmm. your feeling was on that. Apparently, people are saying, if if they even if they didn't get vaccinated, if they were just around people who recently were vaccinated, that now they're starting to experience all these effects, health effects. And I just wondered what your thoughts were on the shedding phenomena. Is that a real thing in your mind? It it really seems to be. Uh, Dr. Sherry Tenpenny and many others are. Uh, have been saying for quite some time that that's going to be a possibility. It just so happens I have a listener in my afternoon show, a 76-year-old lady lives in New Hampshire who had uh, thyroid issues. So every so often she would have to go into her doctor and get blood testing and things like that. And the last test she had, you know, a couple of, you know, about six months ago, everything was fine. Uh, About three weeks ago, she went in for another test and they told her she had acute lymphocytic leukemia. And she remembered that her neighbor, someone who has been vaxxed, and she has not, neither has her husband, but um, her neighbor had some issues and was very distraught about something, and she gave her a hug, if I remember the story correctly. And she believes that simply being in close contact with that person who had had the COVID vaccines uh, may have caused her to get these things and one of the one of the results from not only people getting these jabs but folks that are around them is what they're now referring to as turbo cancers where someone who was either had cancer was in remission or and it came back or someone who never had cancer all of a sudden they have it and a friend of mine just sent me a thing about a a former i think it was a pro baseball player who about six months ago died from brain cancer and just recently, his wife also died from brain cancer, and both of them have been vaxxed and boosted. And, of course, they're been doing backflips trying to say that it had nothing to do with the vaccines. But we're seeing more and more and more of these things where these turbo cancers pop up, where someone is diagnosed, and the next thing you know, within you know a month or two, they're gone. And uh, I got a call the other day from my listener who found herself in the hospital uh, because she just collapsed getting up and going to the bathroom that night, ended up in the hospital. They wanted to give her a couple of blood transfusions and all kinds of things. And I'm really concerned uh, for her situation uh, because once they get you in a hospital, there's no telling what's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I would say it's a real thing based on what I've seen. You know, again, I am not a doctor, 
And uh, that's why you can trust me <laughs> because, uh, you know, more and more people have lost total faith in the American Murder Association. And, uh, but cancers are a big thing right now. They're coming up, popping up on people that never had them or were in remission. And all of a sudden they're just going crazy. And the only variable in the equation appears to be these jabs. So I would err on the side of caution and say, you know, don't get them and stay away from people that had them. What types of advice or things are you sharing with people that come to you with these stories of this long COVID um, or maybe they got vaxxed or maybe they didn't get vaxxed, but they had COVID and they have, they seem to still have these conditions hanging on. What kind of advice do you give them? I basically, it's the same thing regardless, because, you know, first off, God don't make no junk. He knew before he laid the foundations of the earth that we'd be dealing with COVID. He also knows what disease X is. He knows what everything we're going to deal with from here in the next hundred years that Bill Gates and all and Fauci and all the rest are going to come up with. Our bodies are designed to be able to handle any of that stuff as long as we take care of them. And my answer is always the same thing. Number one, you have to get off the bad foods that are causing the problems in the first place as far as keeping your body from doing it functioning the way it should. And there's a free list on my website. Um, it's, it's called the 12 Bad Foods. And um, anybody that wants to go there, they can go to the, uh, the um, it's called the Trinity of Health tab. And it's the first thing on the, on the list is the 12 Bad Foods. And there's a video there by Dr. Peter Glidden, a good friend of mine who's a naturopath who explains why these foods are killing us. And that's the first thing I tell people is to get off of those. Secondly, I recommend the 90 essential nutrients, the 60 minerals, 16 vitamins, 12 amino acids, and two essential fatty acids that Dr. Wallach, through years and years of research, have proven that every single vertebrate, not just humans, but everything from goldfishes to elephants, need these things every day to stay healthy. And it's impossible to get them from eating them of four food groups. So you just can't do it. You have to supplement and he's the only guy that's ever created a supplement package that has all of those things in it in plant-derived absorbable forms so that your body can get what it needs. And I recommend that because once you have those things in your system, it allows your body to take out the trash. And we're seeing that from different things, not just the COVID stuff, but from people who had heavy metals in their system. Uh, 90 days after getting on the longevity products, they no longer have the heavy metals. They don't have to go through IV chelation or anything else. The body has now got what it needs, so it can get rid of all the stuff that doesn't belong there. And I don't see any reason to think that the COVID jabs and the crap that's in those is any different as far as, you know, it's, it's crap that doesn't belong in your body that the body now can get rid of because it has the stuff necessary to function properly. And that can, uh, coupled along with those terahertz frequency devices, which also help to detox, uh, those are the two things that we're seeing are helping people uh, get rid of the garbage from these jabs and basically continue to protect their health, not only from what we're dealing with now, but what we're probably going to be dealing with here before the 24 election. Mm hmm. You know, and they're saying, I mean, I'm hearing it, so I'm sure you're hearing there's rumblings of another possible um, pandemic coming. Mm -hmm. Funny how they seem to be able 
to tell the future, these devils, and also <laughs> about coming um, lockdowns. So I wondered, I'm hearing the words Ebola and Marsburg. Are you hearing that? What are you hearing? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Ebola has been around forever, and the U.S. government paid to produce that. Um, a friend of mine, um, oh, I'm drawing a blank right now, Dr. Leonard Horowitz, uh, wrote a book years ago back in the early 90s uh, called Emerging Viruses, AIDS, and Ebola. And he reproduces the documents where it shows that the federal government uh, contracted uh, the military, of course, uh, to create two immune system ravaging devices, one fast kill, one slow kill. Fast kill is AIDS, slow kill was Ebola, or excuse me, fast kill was Ebola, slow kill was AIDS. And, uh, excuse me. Yeah, so those things are out there. Marburg is another one, which is a, uh, uh, best way to put it, is a uh, hemorrhagic type thing where you end up, you know, bleeding from all different orifices. And again, these things are, I think they're toxins rather than viruses, put it that way. Uh, I'm, an, I'm not an advocate of the, of the germ theory, the idea that germs make you sick. Uh, the more I'm seeing... It's your terrain. It's taking care of your body. Think of it as a goldfish bowl. Um, the germ theory says vaccinate the goldfish. The terrain theory says keep the goldfish bowl clean, clean the water, and the environment and the fish will be healthy. And that's the same thing here, and we're seeing more and more information that says these are toxins and 5G technology working together to follow up the people's bodies. And it's more of, you know, the flu uh, is like a, it's a detox every year. You know, the same thing happens in the, the certain times of year. Cold and flu season corresponds with cold temperatures and holidays where there's lots and lots of crap that cause your system to get plugged up and that kind of thing. Um, but no matter how they get there, uh, the answer is still the same. Cleaning up your system, not getting away from the bad foods, giving your body the nutrition it needs to stay healthy. And, you know, as an example, I haven't had the flu in over 50 years. Last time I had it, I think I was 16 or 17. Um, I don't get colds. I don't get stuffy nose. I don't get fever. Um, didn't get COVID. Never got a jab. I will not take, I am 100% pure, you know, unabashedly anti-vaccine. All of the studies that I have seen, vaccines are nothing more than a money-making thing for Big Pharma and the American Murder Association and a way to eliminate population. The mm -hmm. lies that say that, um, oh, well, we got rid of smallpox. We got rid of all these. Every single disease that they said were eliminated by vaccines were already almost totally gone, usually 20 years before the vaccines were rolled out. It's all baloney. And when you do the research, uh, a smart person with two brain cells to rub together would take get the same conclusion. So... You know, no matter how you slice it, the answer is always the same. Take care, you know, keep, don't put the crap in and give yourself the good stuff and you'll be able to deal with whatever comes along. You know, you mentioned 5G technology mm -hmm. and I, I don't know, maybe it disrupts our frequency. I only first heard about all this frequency business a few years ago, um, but on your site, I noticed you had a lot about this new technology using frequency. So why don't we talk about that now? Okay. Yeah, the, uh, you know, there's all kinds of uh, information out there showing 
you know, there's, there's people have actually done the research showing that the first flu symptoms coincided along with the, uh, uh, it was called the Carrington event back in the 1850s, I think, um, where we had a solar flare that literally melted all the telegraph wires. And at the same time, telegraph wires were being strung across the country. And that's when people started seeing the so-called flu-like symptoms for the first time in history. And every single time something new in the technology of electromagnetic frequencies and um, radio and that kind of stuff, every time something new came along, we also had a corresponding health issue that went with it, whether it was uh, when Marconi developed the wireless radio system, um, when uh, radar was invented, television, all those kind of things. And we see issues coming along with health problems at the same time. But the interesting thing is not only are there negative health or negative electromagnetic frequencies, there are also positive ones. And certain ones, like in this case, the terahertz frequencies, are a certain frequency range that happens to, they, they vibrate at the same frequency that your cells are, are, will vibrate at when you're healthy. And as a result... Um, having a device that, whether it's a wand that blows these things on you, which we have, and also what my favorite is the uh, Olilife P90, which is a device that you sit on the floor, you turn it on, you put your feet on it, you select a power level from 1 to 10, and it has a 30-minute timer that radiates these terahertz frequencies and pulsed electromagnetic frequencies up through your body and give you a, a, a complete I call it a session. Some people would call it a treatment, but, uh, you know, for legal purposes, that kind of thing, I stick with session. Um, but basically it goes through your entire body and people are seeing just unbelievable results. Uh, just as an example, um, uh, my entire life I've had sinus issues. And uh, recently, since I've been doing the, uh, the nutrition and the terahertz stuff, I haven't had much problem, but uh, about two months ago, I had some pretty bad sinus congestion where my, my nose was really plugged up. And I sat down, put my feet on this device, turned it on, and within, I think it was 11 minutes, my sinuses were totally clear. And they stayed that way for probably till the next day without any problem at all. And uh, that's the kind of thing that this does. It does not do anything to fix or repair in and of itself it works the same way the nutrition does the nutrition doesn't heal your problems the nutrition just gives your body what it needs to then fix itself the terahertz frequencies do the same thing they radiate through they help your cells stay healthy so when the cells are healthy they can carry on proper cellular respiration where they get in the the waste products the carbon dioxide and the bad stuff out and the oxygen and the nutrients in because everything in your body happens at the cellular level. If your blood flow to the cells, which is going through the capillaries, is con you know, constricted, that causes your cells not to function properly. And that's another thing that these, this P90 device does, is it has pulsed electromagnetic fre magnetic frequencies that have been shown to support cellular level circulation. It gets your blood flowing, and they've done live microscopic uh, recordings. I think I may actually have one on my website, but if not, I do have them on my YouTube playlist 
where you can see beforehand and the blood is flowing very sluggishly. It's, it's, it's clumped up and it's not moving like it should. And within a few minutes of being using the, P, the PEMF or the pulse electromagnetic frequencies, the blood is flowing steadily through those same little capillaries. And they're so small that only one red cell will transfer through there at a time. So if they clump up, you got a problem. And that's the two things it does. It gets your cellular level circulation going, and it helps those cells to be healthy, which means it gets rid of the unhealthy cells or the cancerous cells and other things that don't belong there. It helps your body uh, do the uh, elimination or the detoxing. And as a result, people have much, much better health. But again, these things are not doing it themselves. They're simply giving the body what it needs so it can fix itself. Mm -hmm. You know, when we last spoke, I'm sure we talked about vaccines and, mm -hmm. but that was before to me now vaccines have taken on an entirely different turn yeah. since the COVID vaccines. And especially with this MRNA technology, mm -hmm. have you heard that they're going to maybe um, going forward, have this MRNA in all of the vaccines going forward? They're trying to do that. They have been working. And one of the big problems is a thing they call vaccine hesitancy because people aren't, you know, the vast majority of the public, even if they're totally not awake, they're not totally stupid. And just about everybody in this country now knows someone who has either had a really bad reaction or has flat out died from one of these COVID jabs. The best estimates are worldwide between 17 and 20 million people have died from the shots. And very few ever died from COVID. Nobody, to my knowledge, has ever died from COVID outside of a hospital. And the people inside the hospitals didn't die from COVID. They died from the treatments they were given. The, the uh, remdesivir, the uh, um, uh, ventilators, and that kind of thing. Uh, they did not die from COVID itself. And that's the thing. And these vaccines, which are not vaccines, they're, they're gene therapy. Um, they modify your RNA, your DNA. And on top of that, there is a case law from the, I believe it's actually gone, I can't remember if it was at the appellate level or the Supreme Court level, but there was a case not too long ago that actually said if someone has their genes modified by like this technology can do, you mm -hmm. no longer are a human. You are basically a cyborg or an android type of thing, and you are now the property of whoever created the stuff that modified your DNA. So you have no rights. And that's another reason why they're trying to get so many people done with these things. And they are developing ways to get it to you even if you don't want it. They're putting it in food. They're putting it uh, in um, mosquitoes that go around and bite you. You get it from them. There are more and more technologies I'm hearing about every single day where they're developing these things because they know people don't want it. They're going to turn it down, so they're trying to find ways to get it to you no matter what, whether you want it or not. And one of the ways is the shedding that you were talking about. One person gets the jab, and literally everybody that gets around them gets it from them. And it's, it's just absolutely criminal what they are trying to do and there are you know harvard university and so many others are working on this stuff and it's absolutely disgusting because you know in my opinion it's all about reducing the world population down to the 500 million that was on the georgia guidestones before they were blown up 
You know, and also I, you, you brought up um, with the MRNA, I have this, I don't know. I, I have a theory about that too. And this might sound real tinfoil hat, but I recently read a book on Bill Gates by Daniel Jupp. I think I mentioned this when you interviewed me mm-hmm. on your program. Yeah. And Bill Gates talks a lot about solving problems. And the other thing he talks a lot about is operating system. And I have this theory that this MRNA business is tied to maybe installing through this vaccine or whatever way we end up taking the vaccine, whether it is food or I heard they have a way further designing that once you would take that MRNA, that it would maybe insert their operating system in you unknowingly. And maybe down the road, Jim, I don't know if this would be a way for them to take over your body system, your mind, your behavior, what you think. You know, we don't like what you think, so we're going to update it. We're going to send an update to you and get you to act differently or say, there, you know, not do shows like this. Mm-hmm. I suspect that as wild as that sounds, that if they're not already able to do that, that down the road, and you said not make you part human, like a cyborg. And we talk about transhumanism. And I think this, yep. that we're guinea pigs for their tran, transhumanist humanism experiments. What is your thoughts on that? Do you think that's plausible? Do you think I'm nuts? What? Well, if, if it's tra- tinfoil hat, then one on me, <laughs> you know, because uh, I heard, I started hearing this very early on, right when they were getting ready to release these jabs, I started hearing uh, Bill Gates talking about operating systems in that regard. You've all know a Harari, we're hackable animals. Um, and we can, they can basically program whatever they want. They're working on all that kind of stuff. There's no doubt in my mind that they are looking at every avenue they possibly can. The, the lipid nanoparticles, the graphene that's in these things, um, all of that stuff lends exactly to what you're talking about. And it's just mind-boggling. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that um, you can't make it up. And once again, you know, reality is, is you know, what is it? Truth is stranger than fiction, I guess is the best mm-hmm. way to put it. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that are going on right now and the people like Gates and uh, Tedros and uh, Fauci and company are all involved in, oh, my goodness. The, and the, there's research to back this stuff up. That's the thing. It's not just somebody coming up with these ideas and, you know, because they've got a tinfoil hat on, they're picking up all these extra signals from Alpha Centauri or something. There's actual research out there that shows that all this stuff is being done and it's real and they're actually admitting it. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I don't look at it as tinfoil hat. You know, I look at it as, you know, the, the only, the only reason we have so many conspiracy theorists, theorists is because there's so many conspiracies and they stop being theories. Once you have the proof to show they're real and that's the thing i don't i don't get into conspiracy theories because there's enough real conspiracies out there to deal with you don't even have to worry about the theoretical ones Mm -hmm. Uh, the reality is is bad enough so and there's there's tons of books on it there's a really good book i'm reading right now it's actually called trust me i'm not a doctor um and she just does a heavy duty look at the transhumanism um 
there are so many things out there. Another one, I think I mentioned it when we were on the air last, is a book called The Crimes of the Educators. And that book is one that every American should be reading, really every, every parent, because it deals with how the public fool system has been literally geared for the last hundred years by Dewey and company to dumb down the American population one generation at a time through the way children are taught to read instead of using phonics, this whole word, uh, look-say method that messes up your head and causes dyslexia. Um, they rec- they, they, at this point, they're estimating that about 30% of people that come out of high school and college are functional illiterate, um, all because of this process. And it's, it's all about making worker bees that can't do the cognitive thinking, the research, the uh, cognitive thought necessary to do anything more than their intended job, nut, bolt, nut, bolt, nut, bolt for 40 years or whatever it might be. Um, they don't want people that can do critical thinking. And, you know, just by sheer luck or whatever, God's blessing, you know, certain people have made it through that system and still have the ability to reason and those are the ones that we now refer to as conspiracy theorists. <laughs> you know, everybody else is—they're uh, just you know, you know, beer's cold, pizza's hot, games on, go bucks. You know, they could care less right. about anything else. Right. And that's—that's uh, that's the result of a hundred years of dumbing down this country, and not just this country. It's being done in a lot of places, but. You know, mm-hmm. it's heavy time here. And they talk about the transhumanism, the getting rid of uh, God from the, the school system and how the correlation when God was kicked out and everything that's happened since with the number of pregnancies and, you know, school shootings and everything else. Um, there's it's not just coincidence by any stretch of the imagination. You know, we're having, mm-hmm. you know, terrible things happening in this country that are planned uh, I think it was uh, Franklin Roosevelt said nothing happens in government by accident. And if it happens, it was planned that way. And I'm inclined to believe it. And they're doing it to us here without any doubt. You know, in on that MRNA and the transhumanism subject, mm-hmm. I can't, because you said how it would change us. And I'm wondering if, this isn't also related to what we would say is the mark of the beast. And the thing that concerns me is if people don't, don't know they're taking it, say, in food, how does that affect salvation and belonging to the true God? I mean, you could go down a real rabbit hole with oh, this. Boy. What are your thoughts <laughs> on that? Oh, my goodness. Well, again, God knows what's going on. And if someone's able to cognitively make the decision to accept the Lord as their Savior, that's immutable, regardless if they accidentally take these things down the road or not. I think their salvation is secure. Um, But the thing that scares me more than anything is the people that haven't made that choice yet and may get these things that, I don't know, prevent them from making that cognitive, you know, cognitive decision. Um, that, and that's, that's a great point. That's, that's a one great of Satan's point. big thing. I said, you know, my, you know, there's no doubt in my mind through my research is once you're saved, you're always saved. 
And once you're in God's hands, no man can pluck you out. Um, that's Romans, uh, or John in 10, 18, I think, or 10, 28, something like that. Can't remember the exact verse, but my concern is not for the people that are saved is the ones that aren't saved and haven't gotten there yet. Um, because of the stuff that's going on, I, I still think their, their soul, you know, regardless what happens to your body, your soul is immutable. And you, if you can make that decision and accept the Lord, then you're fine. I think that's still the case. But the big problem is, is if they mess up with your mind so that you can't make those decisions anymore, um, if you've been reprogrammed, so to speak, that's scary. In other words, today's the day, now's the time, now's the appointed hour. Don't wait. <laughs> Do it while you can, except the Lord now, because that's the most important thing between now and anything that's coming in the future is making sure that your your eternal uh, future is secure. In terms of another pandemic or lockdown, um, what what are you? What are you seeing or what do you think people in general should be thinking about in terms of what they're going to do if and when that time comes? Um, well, again, there have been tons of research done. You know, the first time around, people were really caught off guard, so to speak. Um, as an example, the church I go to, we shut down for about two weeks just because we weren't really sure what was going on at the start of this thing. And we wanted to err on the side of caution to make sure that, you know, if there was a problem that, you know, we weren't going to contribute to it. But within two weeks time, we realized the whole thing was a huge farce and people started coming back on their own. Um, we were doing live streams. I was running the cameras and the video and all the audio systems and our, the pastor, his wife and our Sunday school teacher were the only ones there, but we never locked the doors. And within a couple of weeks, people just started coming back because they were tired of watching it online. They wanted to be there. And uh, our church actually grow, grew during COVID because so many others were shut down. People were finding ones that were open and coming to them. And they liked it so much that when things opened back up, they just stayed. They didn't want to leave. Um, so it was kind of, you know, God uses a blessing for us. He continued to grow his church and, um, but at the same time, uh, you can bet that there's already rumblings of face mask requirements, even though it's a proven fact that face masks don't work or they actually make you sick. Um, lockdowns don't work. They actually cause more problems than they solve. But it's the same old tired thing that they were not done to protect people in the first place. That was the alleged reason behind it you know, 14 days to flatten the curve, which is a bunch of garbage. But they knew that if they could lock people up, that they could put face diapers on them and socialist distancing, it would cause more issues. It would cause, you know, people to get sick. It would cause um, uh, psychological issues. People would be committing suicide and that kind of thing, which is their ultimate goal, is killing as many people as they can. And they're going to keep that up. You know, if they roll out another one and, you know, the 2024 elections come in, of course, and they're going to try the same thing they tried in 2020. They're going to try and shut everything down. So, you know, to shut down the elections, maybe even cancel it all together or at least do all the stuff so they can cheat. And in the process, they're going to kill as many people as they can and then bring in. We have the, the um, uh, what do they call it, the 
uh, with the illegal aliens, um, uh, population regeneration or whatever it is from, you know, mm-hmm. but anyway, they're going to do all that kind of stuff, but almost like a replacement, yeah, of replacement. Us. Yeah. And that's the whole thing is they'll keep doing it. And unless people stand up and say, no, hopefully, you know, there's a lot more people now that are saying, I ain't going through that again, but the proof is in the pudding who will see what happens when they actually start doing it, making their fake mandates again, because mandates are not law. Mm-hmm. You know, only a legislative body can make a law that you have to st- come comply with. If a governor says something, nope, <laughs> it's not law. Uh, if the courts say something, it's not law. You know, only the legislature can do that and only they can do things that are constitutional. And that's a whole different can of worms. Um, but the fact is there's nothing in the constitution that allows for suspending it or allowing for them to say, okay, well, you know, we've done away with this. You're under martial. Show me in the constitution where it says that even in that crappy document. And that's really what it is. I mean, people think it's a God inspired document. It's not, it was a result of a criminal conspiracy. The articles of confederation were far better, but it didn't allow them to do the criminal things they wanted to do. And it enslaved everybody rather than just people coming over in the slave ships. That's my Thursday afternoon shows, by the way. (laughs) People should really listen to those. Um, But the thing is, is people have to stand and realize, number one, you know, there was recently on MSNBC, one of their idiot uh, commentators was talking about the so-called Christian nationalists who actually are silly enough to believe our rights come from God and not from the Constitution or the Supreme Court. And that just shows you where we're at and the programming they're trying to engage in to make people think that you got to do what we say. When, in fact, God gave us the rights and only God can take them away. And we have to stand on that and realize that we are free human beings as long as we don't let them take that freedom away. And that's where we're going to be seeing the issues in the next, you know, pandemic is how many people are going to have the guts to stand up because Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, because I'm already seeing more people wearing face diapers again. Um, And that's, that's scary to me because it's pure ignorance. You know, face diapers were never intended to prevent the spread of things as small as an alleged virus that hasn't even been proved to exist. It's there to keep big globs of snot and things from going into a wound when you're doing surgery, it's not to protect anybody from little tiny things that, you know, it's like putting up a um, chain link fence to stop mosquitoes. And in this case, the chain links are 14 feet wide. That's the difference in the size between a face mask and a virus. So, you know, the, the whole thing boils down to people doing what's right and standing for their rights instead of just going along to get along and, uh, we'll see what happens but mm-hmm. i'm not real helpful unfortunately yeah and you know what might be different this time jim is if it's a bowl or marsburg from what i understand it would be very like before somebody have covid and looking at them you wouldn't know but with the marburg from what i understand you're bleeding mm-hmm. and it's apparent it happens and pretty I think quickly those images might um you know mortify people to the point that they're running to do whatever they're told to do Mm -hmm. you know one thing i would recommend everybody do is go to um, either rumble 
or BitChute or even um, uh, Odyssey and do a search for Space Busters. S-P-A-C-E-B-U-S-T-E-R-S, Space Busters, and a video they did called The End of the Germ Theory. It's two and a half hours long, but it's worth every second. And it goes through the whole fallacy of the alleged germ theory. You know, the funny thing is people have been led, you know, we've been brainwashed our entire life that, you know, you get sick from somebody else. You know, when I was a kid, if one of the kids in the neighborhood got chicken pox, they would have a chicken pox party and all the moms would send all their kids to get together with little Johnny. And, you know, if it was true, then every single one of those kids would have gotten chicken pox, but they didn't because it's not a virus. It's more in your head than anywhere. And during the so-called 1918 Spanish flu, which was not from Spain and it wasn't flu, it was actually the results of a, um, I believe it was a meningitis vaccine given to soldiers in Fort Riley, Kansas. That's where it all started. And the only people that ever got sick and died from the, the so-called Spanish flu were the ones that were vaccinated. And there are reports of people who, you know, husband and wife team of doctors that never got vaccinated, spent every single day in the houses, the closed up houses with poor ventilation of these people that had this stuff, never got sick, never took it home and gave it to their kids. On top of that, the medical system was trying to take healthy people or not, you know, symptom free people and get them sick from people that were um, showing had the symptoms. They would take snot, they would take saliva, they would take all kinds of stuff and inject it into healthy people, volunteers. They would uh, have them sit face to face and cough on each other, engage in conversation so that they were, you know, you know, getting stuff back and forth. Never once did any of these symptom-free people ever get sick. And they, it's been, they've done this over and over again to the point where in the 1940s, they stopped trying to prove that you could get sick from somebody else because they've never been able to do it. Under controlled circumstances, they could never take someone who was not sick and get them sick from being around somebody who was. So the whole idea that I got chicken pox from little Billy in the sixth grade, it's all a fallacy. Most of the time, it's your mind. You're told your entire life that if you get around somebody with a contagious illness, you're going to get it. And as a result, your mind says, you're going to get sick, and you do. People have died when they thought they were going to die because of something, when they had no illness, no nothing. Um, I could tell you stories that would curl your toenails from things that just the mind, which is a very, very powerful thing. That's where a lot of it comes from. And the rest is detoxification. Your body gets stuff built up over the years. Sooner or later, it's got to come out. And that's what we know is the flu. And if you couple that with things like 5G technology, which reduces your body's ability, your hemoglobin cannot carry oxygen properly from the 5G, that's a proven fact, that just accentuates the other stuff, the toxins in your body and everything else. But um, Space Busters, the end of the germ theory, is mm -hmm. well, well worth watching. And it will open your eyes as to what's going on. Um, well, we've got about five minutes, but in your area, did you see when we were in lockdown, did they put up a bunch of these um, 5G towers? Yeah, they were. That was a big thing. They were putting them up over in, in uh, around schools. Um, 
you know, stadiums, all kinds of places where you have large uh, concentrations of people. And then when things open back up, people were getting sick. And before, even before COVID, they were, for, they were first starting it out in California. They put one up by an elementary school and one by a fire station. And within 30 days of activating those things, they had students that were getting sick and having problems, and they had firemen putting in requests for transfers because they were having sleeping issues, headaches, um, all kinds of problems. Um, They would disguise these things uh, in residential areas, make them look like pine trees and stuff. And at the bottom of of the towers, you would find all kinds of dead birds and insects because it was killing them. Um, I just recently saw a thing that was supposedly, I didn't see a picture overall, but it was a a sticker that was supposedly on a 5G tower that said that, you know, being close proximity to this could cause problems, you know, health issues, uh, breathing problems and that kind of thing. Um, there's, there's no question at this point that those things are dangerous and, you know, and now Ford is going to put 5G technology in their vehicles you know and that kind of thing um but one thing i will say is 5g cell phone technology and 5g like on a on a a router that you have at home for your wi-fi system those are two totally different things you know wi-fi is not great but it's not the danger that 5g cell phone technology is those are two totally different things and i don't want people to get confused if you see a 5g router in your house that you're going to die from it um, maybe over years you might, but you know, not nothing anytime soon. Totally different technology. Interesting. I didn't realize that. And I've recently de-Wi-Fi most of my house and most everything now is hardwired. Still a good idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. The less of that stuff you have going on, the better. Well, we're almost out of time, Jim. What would you like to leave with the listeners today? Well, you know, the big thing is, to you know, a lot of the stuff to, to protect yourself from this, this kind of thing, you don't have to pay for. Um, number one, go to my website, yourdiyhealth.com. Click on the um, uh, Trinity of Health tab. The first item, it's a drop-down men- menu, is the good food, bad food list. Download that list, put it on your, print it out, put it on your refrigerator, shopping list, whatever. But it's the list of the foods that are actually bad for us that are killing us. And if you don't believe it, watch that 20-minute video by Dr. Peter Glidden. He explains every single one of those things. And unfortunately, those are things that we are told are good for us. Cut that stuff out and you will greatly enhance your chances of survival with whatever's coming. And then on top of that, Get on the 90 essential nutrients, if at all possible. At the very least, the 60 plant-derived minerals that we have, which are only available through longevity, you cannot get them anywhere else. It's the, they come from the only source that's ever been found on Earth where you have all 60 essential plant-derived minerals. in absor- They're 98% absorbable and in a form that you can get them into your body so they can help you. 25 bucks a bottle. It's worth it just to do that if you can't do anything more uh, because that's two-thirds of the daily requirement and the most difficult to get. So those are the two things that I would recommend. If you can afford one, the, uh, the P90, again, is the best thing on, that, on my platform there as far as the terahertz frequencies. They're $1,295. They are worth every penny. And I had somebody buy one recently. Two weeks later, they wanted another one. 
Um, they work so well. They're very, very well made. Um, and everybody in the family can use the things. Um, and the results that people get, blood sugar issues, blood pressure issues, uh, you name it, you can get rid of all of those things. The last thing I would say is consider the carnivore diet, which is nothing but animal products. You cut out 99% of the things that make you sick if all you do is eat things from animals. Cut out all the grains, cut out all the plant oils and those kind of things. Those are the things that are plugging up your system and causing you to be sick. Uh, I switched over. Sorry, goobers in my throat. I started on the carnivore diet in October. And within two weeks, uh, well, two months, excuse me, I dropped back down. I had got up a little bit on my body weight, but I, I dropped almost 20 pounds with nothing but changing the food. My sleep got so much better. Um, people that uh, do this, with, if they're type 2 diabetic, within 30 to 90 days, they are former diabetics. Um, all kinds of health issues. And if you know someone who's epileptic, this is the best diet they can be on. It's a high-fat, low-protein or medium-protein and virtually no-carbohydrate. It will make their epilepsy vanish. Interesting. Well, we yeah. have to have you back on to talk about that. Well, it's that's all the time we have today. Listeners, thank you so much for sharing um, and watching and listening to us today. Uh, today, my guest has been Jim Ram and a of course, go to his website, yourdiyhealth.com. And until next week, God bless.